Hello, world. Welcome back to Golf Subpar. Colt Nost, Drew Stoltz coming at you. So, ladies, we got a new world number one. Scotty Scheffler put on an absolute clinic at the Dell match play. He's won three of his last six starts. No big deal. I guess if, uh, if that's good. Yeah, I, we went into the week. I didn't even know that that was on the radar for Scotty Scheffler to possibly be world number one. You hear about Colin Morikawa. It's been a few weeks in a row. It's like, hey, if Colin wins this week, he moves into world number one. I didn't even know that was in the cards for Scotty Scheffler. And it feels like, I mean, it was just a few weeks ago. It feels like we we're talking about when Scotty going to get it done. He was a zero-time winner on the PGA Tour. And bam, you fast forward five events. He's won three out of five. All of a sudden, he's world number one. And I don't pretend to know how this algorithm works in terms but of do. world but golf number do. one. But as of today, right now, Scotty Scheffler is 100% playing the best golf in the world. But when you scale it back like two years, if you said, all right, going back two years, who's the best player in the world? I don't know that it would be Scotty Scheffler, but he's going to be up there. Uh, I think this thing could bounce around a little bit you know, going forward. There's so many good guys up there. But um, right now, it's hard to argue against. I think it's going to bounce around a lot. Listen, I'm pumped for Scotty Scheffler. I've known him since he was seven years old. But if you look at the top ten in the world, I mean – it's just I think it's just going to keep on shuffling and we're going to we're going to see a new world number one probably like once a month the way it's going unless Scotty Scheffler keeps picking off three out of five. You got a pretty nice lead in that FedEx Cup right mm -hmm. now. Somebody's going to need to win some golf tournaments. There's just so many good guys like we went through the names like all right, what if Z can Xander Schauffele get hot and win a couple, you know, quickly? Yep, he could probably get to world number one. Call Morikawa's right there. John Rahm is going to win. He's going to get back in there, too. It's just a lot of youth up there right now. But with with Scotty Scheffler, what he's done, like, you look at his three wins like. We kind of we all knew how talented he was. It feels like that Ryder Cup was the shot of confidence that he needed, beating John Rahm in the singles out there in the biggest stage possible. Gave him a little bit of juice. But like, look at the golf courses he's won on three totally different types of golf courses. You got TBC Scottsdale. You know, it was firm and bouncy out there. Had to hit it high. We liked him that week. But then you go to Bay Hill, very tough golf course. Felt like a U.S. Open type of place. Grinded out. He did it there. And then the match play, shit. I mean, anything can happen. You run into a guy that's got a hot hand one day. You're out of that thing. He's done it in three different. Three totally different styles of golf courses and styles of play, but the same thing remains when he gets a chance, when he gets in the hunt. Like, he just doesn't give holes away. He makes other people go beat him, and he doesn't beat himself like you see with a lot of guys that get in crunch time on Sunday. Yeah, other than the Players' Championship, he has, he has won against the best fields in golf as of late. You know, I, I told this on our SiriusXM radio show. I mean, this kid has always been a winner. That's what he is. He, he won 90 events as a junior back home in the Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas area, and He's all he's ever done is one every level you go to, whether it's junior golf, U.S. junior amateur to amateur golf, college golf, corn Ferry tour, PJ tour. He wins. He knows how to win. So that's why it's not one bit of a surprise to me that when he does get in contention, he tends to finish it off. Yeah, you can only win at the level you're playing at, whether it's junior golf, amateur golf, college golf, pro, whatever. And like, there's an art to it, and you learn how to do it. The more times you're in the hunt, when you pick off 90 in junior golf, granted, he's playing against the best in the world, but you learn to win. I think it just shows up the times that we've seen him. Like, he's not the guy beating himself. If he misses a shot, he misses it in the right spot, gives himself some green to work with, gets up and down. He's not making the costly bogeys down the stretch. He makes guys come and get him, and obviously, he still has offense to go along with it. He's holding some big putts. I thought his short game this week, as good as he hit it, I thought his short game maybe not getting enough credit because we just honestly don't have to see it a ton because he hits it so well. But I thought he had some great up and downs. He had that beautiful hole out to close the match out in one of his matches. Um, and the, the one time that, that match started to look like, okay, things could turn, the 12th hole where he ended up, you know, right at that little tricky chip for his third after Kisner was in there eight feet for birdie and he dumped it in the bunker. He goes and just hoops that thing. And that's when I was like, okay, this is just probably his week. Yeah, he's a special kid, no doubt about it. I mean, that moment with his family afterwards was so awesome to see. Knowing him as long as I have, that was, I, I when he teared up a little bit in his interview, I, I, I shed a few tears, I'll be honest. To okay. see this kid go from, 
you know, seven years old at Royal Oaks Country Club, grinding on the range, following all the tour players around to being number one in the world. So cool, man. I'm pumped for him. Can't wait to get him on the show one day. But look out. Um, He's peaking at the right time. I'll tell you that. If you're going to pick a time to peak the week before Augusta, probably a good time. We were just going through the odds earlier today. Crazy to think he's now world number one, and he's like eighth uh in the he's in terms of favorite. betting favorites going into augusta i i don't know what what it is but i'd be interested to see the last time a world number one going into the first major of the year was eighth in the betting like you know there's still a lot of guys that at least vegas likes um ahead of him but shit i mean if you're looking at it right now like who would you rom jt after that i'd probably put scotty i mean you why know? would he not be at the top right now he's playing better than anyone in my opinion yeah and he would say like you need experience around augusta but he's got five top tens in major championships in his short career coming off three consecutive he's already played well in majors he just hadn't won but he's playing far and away better right now than he was at any point during those top tens that he's had in the majors yeah he finished 19th his first year um, at the masters 18th the second year but he's not scared of the moment i would not be one bit surprised if he goes out there and plays really really well um I, like i i'm with you i'm surprised he's the eighth betting favorite considering the form he's in right now but that's going to be fun to watch as is potentially the big cat, Tiger Woods, who is still on the field list. Video came out, him walking, mm-hmm. playing, Joe LaCava down there carrying the bag. Haven't heard anything from him yet, but do you think we're going to see him go down Magnolia Lane my official and statement? actually tee it up, not just be there for the championship? Is this my there? official statement? Yes. I'm saying yes, Tiger Woods plays in the Masters. I just, mm. look, the video surfaced, it quickly got scrubbed from the internet, so somebody with some influence and some power like get that thing off of there. I don't think his caddy's flying down to South Florida and they're going out walking around medalists with only, there's only one thing in mind for the reason that they're doing that. That's to get ready for Augusta National. His name's still on the website. He still has time to pull out, but like, I just got to think there's a lot of silence around this thing. And Tiger's a guy that likes to kind of keep it quiet. Last time we heard from him, he's like, got a long way to go and all that. But I got to think just deep down, like if he's going to give anything a go, it's going to be Augusta National. And I know walking around it is the question. Let's not forget the dude won a U.S. Open with, like, a torn ACL and a broken leg or whatever the hell he had. He can hoof it around in some pain for a little bit, and he can shut it down till you know, St. Andrews after that if he wants. I think he goes. What do you think? Yeah, I think he's going to play it from what we're seeing right now. Like if, if not, this would be the worst tease ever. Ugh. I mean, just considering that we're going to be there all week at Augusta National in the Masters, I, I would be very, very upset if he ends up pulling out this late. I just think we're too close to it now. I think – if he knew he wasn't yeah. going to play, he would already let us know. I don't think it's a, like, let's see how it goes for the next five days. It's like, you either know, yeah, I can probably walk around that place or I can't. And the fact that he's out there walking around medals and he's still on the website, I mean, it doesn't mean he is, mm-hmm. but I feel a lot more confident um, than I did a, a few weeks ago. Well, That's for sure. We're going to be there. We are. Tuesday, April 5th. Mm-hmm. It's a big day, Slees. That's right. And tickets for our clubhouse event in Augusta, Georgia are available on golf.com now. We're going to be at the Savannah Brewing Company on Tuesday, April 5th. For a little live show, VIP meet and greet as well. Get your tickets now on golf.com. Stay tuned for more details and announcements on our social in the coming days. It's going to be a time, a little live show, a little booze, Savannah Brewing. You know what I mean? Sounds Checking incredible. all the A lot boxes. like what we did at the Ryder Cup. Correct. Hopefully even better. We got some new merch that just got released. This hat right here, the Birdie Juice, white and green. They're available now at the golf.com pro shop. Go check those out. We got some cool new t-shirts, a special Augusta Birdie Juice. Yeah, you know, got a little yes. a caddy bib on. Mm-hmm. That's right. The official, the official unofficial logo of I that week. It. But I can't wait to see everybody Tuesday, April fifth. Going to be a lot of fun, and I cannot believe we're just a week away from from the Masters and possibly Tiger Woods 
teeing it up. I don't give a shit if he goes out there and shoots 85-85. He just puts a yeah. peg in the ground on Thursday. No one cares. No one's going to be like, oh, a disappointing showing for Tiger this week. It's just like you fast, you rewind a year plus ago, and we didn't know if he was keeping his leg or not. The fact that he's we're even talking about him possibly teeing it up at Augusta is sweet, and I know every single dude in that field, uh, all the TV people would mm-hmm. love to see Mr. Woods stroll out there on Thursday morning. I think he's going to do it, dude. All right. Well, don't forget, Tuesday, April 5th, Savannah Brewing Company. It's going to be a time. And our guest this week, Slays, is a guy, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, he's going to tee it up at Augusta National and the Masters one day. We switched gears here a little bit. We went our youngest guest of all time. He's, he's an up-and-coming superstar at Arizona State. Played a couple PGA Tour events already, a couple U.S. Opens. Preston Summerhays. It was hard for me to ask him the question about Tiger Woods winning in 97, which is like the moment for all guys our age. Like, that's when golf became cool. That's when golf changed. You know what I mean? You saw every guy that's our age right now, you ask them the moment, like, boom, that's it, 97 Masters. He was like years away from being born at that time. Tiger, to him, is like Jack is to us. We hear all the stories and we've Mm -hmm. seen the clips and stuff, but you don't ever remember like watching it live and knowing what was going on and watching him dominate. It's freaking, it's weird. Makes yeah. me feel like shit, honestly. And I mean, what a stable the Summer Hayes have over there. Oh they, they, they live four out four houses down from me. Just unbelievable. Boyd, obviously the, the great coach he is for Tony Finau. And he's got three kids that are just absolutely superstars. Um, one being Grace Summer Hayes, who went to college early just to get going. She's going to be dominating the LPGA Tour at one point. But they have a great sibling rivalry, and it's really, really cool to talk to him and uh, hear what it's all about. Yeah, dude, this kid's up and coming. If you don't know the name now, get to know it because it's just you're a few years away from seeing this kid regularly. All right, before we get to Preston Summer Hayes, we are proud to announce that Dewar's is the presenting sponsor of Subpar and the official Scotch whiskey of the 122nd U.S. Open at the Country Club in Brookline, Massachusetts. Discover Dewar's remarkable lineup of Scotch whiskey most notably their 12, 15, and 19-year-old limited champions edition developed in partnership with the USGA. Dewar's is the perfect after-round indulgence, extraordinarily smooth yet complex. Enjoy Dewar's double-edged Scott whiskeys any way you like, be it neat, on the rocks, in a whiskey highball, in a twist, or a classic old-fashioned. Sleaze, I think we tried all of those at the member guests this weekend at Washington. We, no stone was left Ooh. unturned, bud. Tell you that. The Dewar's was flowing. Tasted a little bit of everything. All right, it's the perfect after-round drink. Maybe even in the morning to cure a little hangover, a little hair of the dog, you know? Never hurts. All right, well, here he is. Let's get to Preston Summerhays on Golf Subpar. All right. Well, I believe this is a first for us here on Subpar. The man with us today is not legally old enough to get amongst it. It's It's true. It's our first time there, but he's got a hell of a resume already. He's the U.S. Junior Champ. He's a Son of Hannah Champ. East Lake Cup Champ. He's only 19 freshman at ASU. Preston Summerhays. What's up, brother? What's up? First off, have you, bro. A lot of our guests act like they aren't old enough to get amongst it, but he's the only one that actually is. Probably (laughs) are responsible enough to actually do it. Yeah. Yeah. Better than a lot of our guys. But P, how we doing? How's how's college life treating you? Doing great. It's been an amazing experience so far. It's been really fun. It's got to be some rough views down there in Tempe at Arizona State, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's brutal. Other than that, though, <laughs> academics are good. Yeah, they're, they're pretty good down there. A lot of kids I know go to college freshman year, gain the freshman 15. You look like you've lost the freshman 15. You tightened up a lot, huh? Yeah, I have. Yeah, it's great. Thank you. Took eating and working out really seriously. Lately. Sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, once you get out of college, you go back to having fun. Yeah, for sure. Seriously, what, how much weight you lost though? Uh, I got up to two thirty, and now I'm a. Uh, you were I'm, at two thirty. Yeah, one I was point? at two thirty. No unit. Yeah, moving it. Now I'm at. Uh, I'm at like one eighty five. Holy. Holy. Yeah. Real quick, how cow. much is that? Forty five. Forty five. Good job. Oh, okay. Wow. So TC, just making sure. I'm part time caddy. Yeah. But let's let's go back to the early days, which was just a few weeks ago. Yeah. Let's go. I mean, start from. I'm the pretty beginning. sure I saw a video. On your Instagram, which you have three posts. 
yeah. incredible yeah, huge, huge following yeah. <laughs> a lot of content but there was one of you and your dad i think and i mean it looked like you were literally a year old swinging a golf club. yeah so started from right out the gate for sure yeah right out the gate and My, but he made you play like you had to he made you play other sports before you said you could just exclusively be golf right yeah i mean i didn't play my first tournament until i was like 10 years old Damn, what so was his thought amazing that. that you made it this far. His thought was basically he wanted me to try everything, uh, just get well-rounded and make sure that I really love the game before like fully committing into it. So I did everything. I played baseball, soccer, karate, oh, uh, just kind of tried everything. And then, you know, once I once I turned 10, I focused fully on golf. Did you quit everything else once you got Yeah, tenure? I did. Okay, no so karate. before then, second best sport? Baseball. Baseball? Yeah. Pitcher? Were you even pitching I, at that age, or is that still like machines? No, no, I was, I was shortstop. Okay. Actually, we kind of just, yeah, we kind of just mixed up the positions. I mean, I was like, yeah, you're eight, yeah, so <laughs> playing tag. Yeah, just kind of, kind of just switch up everything. But and yeah, then at I, ten, it was all, all systems go. Yeah, it was. Do you remember your first tournament? I do. And how'd it go? Uh, I think I won a blue ribbon for fifth. For fifth? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Blue ribbon though, yeah, blue. giving away blues for fifth. Yeah. Just to make us feel, Colt and I feel really shitty about ourselves as we start off here. You weren't even close to being born yet when Tiger won the '97 Masters, which for like our generation is like that was it. That's the moment everyone looks at, like why we got into golf. Most memorable. Give me your first like watching on TV big moment in golf that you remember. Gosh, I remember. Uh, I remember Rory making the putt at uh, what's the major? He made like the 60 footer on the last hole to win one of his majors. He did, yeah. God, he made he made he made one long but he made one long putt. Kiowa. But it was I, I just Kiowa remember congressional it. congressionally run a landslide. The Open Championship. I don't remember what that was. And he won the PGA of Valhalla with the two putt. I, I just I just remember uh, watching watching Rory win. One of no, his that was the that was a Quail, Quail Hollow, but that was a regular PGA Tour event. Okay. He made like a sixty footer to shoot sixty one last day. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So Rory. Rory, six that's years cool. ago. I was, probably, I was probably in the field. I thought he was awesome. gonna, the 2019 Masters, the Tigers come back. Yeah. Uh, that's the one. Yeah. Uh, but but that, that's it's just shocking to think. Like I mean, like I said, Colt and I, our generation, every dude, we, like that's the moment. That's when golf became cool. But and even at 19 now years you're old, the product of that is Tiger like still the guy for you? Like in, over the last 10 years or so? Uh, Rory. Rory is. Yeah, Rory's. Rory's so you'd get more starstruck. Just I'm sure you've met both of them by now. But would you say you were more starstruck meeting Rory or Tiger? Tiger for sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, well I got like God. At least you're. Yeah. You like meeting Nicholas for us. Like <laughs> yeah. that's probably the equivalent. Yeah, but I got to meet Tiger at uh, the 2019 uh, Presidents Cup. Yeah. I was I was so nervous to meet him. <laughs> yeah. Like literally so nervous. Like my dad was like, "Hey, hey, Preston, come over here, meet Tiger." I'm like literally shaking. Hi, Tiger. Was, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, <Okay>, bud. <laughs> See you later. I just peed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's your biggest like Tiger golf memory then? Meeting him. That's For I mean sure. on the golf course. Like, on the ever, golf like, course, like watching him do anything because we have fifty of them. He, well, he won the everything. Masters. Yeah, I mean the Masters. Okay, For sure. Yeah, that would yeah. be the one. Yeah, yeah, that's probably it. Just that's a couple so years sick, ago. Though. That's yeah. crazy. At well, what age? I hate myself. At what age did you know like you were really good at this game? Uh, I think I was like twelve or thirteen. Oh, so after you started playing tournaments, I figured you like yeah. seven. You were like, yeah, I'm, this is what I'm gonna do. <laughs> well, I mean, I I went up to we always go up to Utah for the summers, and I think when I was in like that 12, 13 year old division, just for that entire summer of playing tournaments, I, I won a lot of tournaments. I was like, mm, I'm I'm pretty good. Yeah. But you hang around your dad and Daniel and Tony, and it's like, I mean, you're seeing the, the top top level. You're like by comparison you're like a stint, you know you probably don't realize how good you are for your own age when you're around all that caliber 
For sure. No, it definitely gives me something to chase, which I think is and great. I, and I think that's, I, I mean, obviously not everyone has the opportunity to do that. Like me growing up when I was in Dallas in college, I got to hang around Justin Leonard, Harrison Frazier and guys like that. And you, it pushes you when you're around those guys. When you're not the best, you got something to chase for, like you for just sure. said. And I think that's a yeah. huge thing. Like always surround yourself with people that are better than you. Definitely. No, that's a, that's a big reason why, I mean, my career has gone the way it is just because I feel like my, my entire career, I've been playing against players that are better than me. I mean, even when I was super young, I was still playing against like high schoolers. And mm -hmm. I mean, obviously they're going to beat me because of like the size and the distance. So just always having someone to chase and not being the best in your group, it definitely kept me hungry and making me get better. Yeah. Well, everyone the knows tournaments were yeah. like the easy part for yeah. you. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm playing. Uh -huh. These guys stink compared to who I play against. Yeah. Everyone knows, I mean, you and your dad works with Tony Fino, among other players, but him and Tony are really, really close. At what age did you f first start hanging around Tony? Gosh, I think it was, I think it was like when I was 11 or 12. Mm -hmm. I think that's how long they've been working together. But yes, since, since pretty young. Isn't it crazy? I mean, you knew him. So back then, seven, eight years ago, I mean, he was still up and coming then For sure. before he arrived. I yeah. mean, how crazy is it to see where he's at now? It's, it's amazing. I mean, it's really cool, especially because, like, they started working on the Corn Ferry Tour. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I was around him when he wasn't even on the tour yet. And then just to kind of be around him through his progression to get on the PGA Tour and now one of the best players on the tour, it's uh, it's really, really cool. And have a mentor like him, not to get all corny or whatever, but have <laughs> a guy like you knew him before he was Tony now that everybody yeah. knows him, you know, all that. Like, you couldn't pick a better dude in terms no, of like he stayed the could. same from yeah, when I met totally. him in the Jicky Jackson, we were playing like he was For always sure. one of the best dudes and he yeah. still is that. And now he's world-class. Yeah. He goes yeah. to different airports now. He flies differently. <laughs> yeah. It's better. That maybe. is, different. That yeah. is different. But yeah, I mean, he's the, he's the same guy he was 10 years ago. Still an awesome dude. And I mean, yeah, he's, he's great. Yeah. Good. That's, that, that's one of the cool things to hear that about guys that become superstars. Yeah. You know how they don't change at all. Yeah. What, what is great. one of the biggest things you think you've learned from Tony? Uh, I mean, because I've started playing with him when I was young, I mean, obviously as like 11, 12, 13 year old, my, my attitude and demeanor wasn't that good. And I feel like Tony, his entire life his he carries himself with a lot of confidence and a lot of swagger. And even when like the going gets tough or he hits bad shots, it's, uh, he still carries himself in a way that is like super confident and doesn't show any negative emotion. So to see that at such a young age, especially for me when I'm freaking 12 years old, hitting bad shots and getting disappointed or sad, to to see a top player in the game not get mad after hitting a bad shot, I think that's one of the biggest things that I've learned from him. And you've, you've added some pop off the tee. I don't know if it was your dad who ever posted it. I think I saw you, is this right? I saw you get up to like 189 ball speed just recently. Uh -huh. I mean, you've added some juice, but when yeah. you're playing with Tony okay. and John and those dudes, like it's just being around that, like you play with long dudes, like eventually you're just like, sick of getting you know out driven by 20 30 do you think they've had something to do with you getting all that gas uh, definitely i i actually remember so we're playing uh i got into the usam at pebble beach and i was swinging the club at like 104 i was nothing wrong with that i was <laughs> nothing wrong with that, <laughs> that is, that's called a bomb <laughs> but i was i was 16 years old and i had to play against Matthew Wolf and Victor Hovland, who were also playing that week. And I, I left that week missing the cut and just being pissed because I, I wanted to be able to compete with these guys. And obviously Pebble Beach, where the rough is super long and it's a long course, especially when it gets cold and wet. Uh, 
I mean, my distance just wasn't going to cut it. So from then on, I started really, really trying to pick up speed because I knew that was going to be like the next step in my progression of my game. 189. I mean, that's, that's big nasty. on tour There's right now. Bad. What's your what's your cruiser speed like you're playing? I'm sure that one was one you were trying to uh, go at. Ball speed, I'm around 177, 178. Which is... Where does that fall right now in terms of call? Like if you're just out there playing a tournament, where do you fall on the scale from longest to shortest? I would say I'm I'm above average. Okay. Yeah, I'm not I'm not the longest like guy out 70 there. Like 70 percentile, something like that. Yeah, but I mean, col- college golf. There's there's some long guys out it's in college sick golf. Now. It's it's kids. insane. Yeah, yeah, it really is. I want to go back a little bit because obviously, I mean, the the distance gain and playing in tour events is fantastic. But I remember when I first met you, you'd come out to tour events with your camera and you'd be walking outside the ropes while your dad was coaching yeah. or whatever, taking pictures and everything. Uh huh. I mean, isn't it crazy? It's I mean, because it's been all golf for you. It, it's golf all day, every day, yep. pretty much for you. What was that like? I mean, here you are as a 15-year-old, 14-year-old traveling around to PGA Tour events and just getting to pick the brain of PGA Tour players and walk and follow them around. I mean, it was – I mean, stuff like that is is incredible. I I'll, mean, I'll never forget that camera yet. Yes, I, and it's <laughs> it was good because I loved it so much. Yeah. I love going out to the events, and, you know, my dad would work all day, so I would kind of be on my own just following the groups I wanted to follow, following my dad, but outside the ropes, and mm-hmm. I think – I, I just enjoyed it so much and especially wanting to be a good player and being able to see the guys that I looked up to hit shots out on the course in person. I mean, it was, it's incredible. And I'm, yeah, it was just, what did you do with those pictures? With those pictures? What kind of it's, camera is this? Is this one of those like, windy ones? No, like they no, used to it's have? Like no, my, one of those. My oh, dad like got a real me a legit deal. camera. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah I was like taking you're part some, of the press. Yeah. I was camera. taking some high quality pics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's where you got your Instagram huh? skills. Yeah. yeah. Three posts. That's the last picture. Three posts. I went I mean, in and followed you like yesterday or something. I was like, oh, let me see what we got in here and dig around, find a girl or something like that. Dig. It was like 2016, one post with her dad as a kid. And then like 2018, and then one like a year ago or something. You did have one post that got a lot of of views the one you hit out of the water where it says play it as it lies yeah and you hit about that far behind it chunked it really bad it didn't, it didn't even come close to no. getting out of the water no i gotta say though we're joking about your instagram i think it's one of the coolest things in the world here you are what 19 years old you're not a social you're not a twitter guy you're not an instagram dude you're one of the only 19 year olds in the world that ain't obsessed with that stuff and it's rotten amount like is that just because you're not into it or is that because someone said like hey you don't need this uh th- i think that's just it's just me i, I don't like that i don't really care about having everybody know what i'm doing so i mean but even on the that's just kind of me but even on the cell phone i would say 99 percent of teenagers you text them they respond within 32 seconds and you sometimes (laughs) it might take a little while like you're the only one i know that doesn't have it glued to their hand at all times yeah yeah just, I texted you fast the other day. To, you did. I was shocked. I've, got, I've gotten better at that. Yeah, same. I was I've like, holy better. shit! You're like McCord. I was, McCord, I was you really texted bad. on a okay, Monday. McCord's then 80. you have a conversation. Exactly. <laughs> then you have a conversation with him on Tuesday about the thing, and then Thursday he'll respond. Like, hey, dude, remember we talked? Yeah, <laughs> that's great though that you're. Not, it's not glued to your hand. Yeah. I mean, that's all. I would love to see your average screen time per week compared to mine. Thirty-eight. <laughs> uh, Twelve seconds. Minutes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's nice. Well, give us a little update on ASU. You got all the gear on right now. How's the season going? You're in your first year. I know you picked up your first win, but how's it been? It's been it's been a lot of fun. I mean, I didn't really know I wasn't I didn't really know what to expect coming in, but man, I've I've had a blast. This uh this team that we have, I I love all the guys. Loaded. Uh, and our team is really good, which makes that fun. Every day I'm competing against top college players, and and I mean we just push each other to get it, to get better. And I mean, I love all the guys. It's been a lot of fun, and 
I the tournaments have been great. We've gotten to play some amazing venues, some good tournaments. But I mean, overall, I've I've been ecstatic about it. Was it an adjustment at all? I I know, I know it's just thirty minutes down the road from where you live, but was it an adjustment at all being away from the family and getting out and traveling without them? For sure. I mean, the first the first month at school is it was kind of rough because yeah. I mean it's kind of wake up it was a wake up call. Even though I live thirty minutes away, I wasn't going home a ton. I mean, just because the start of the semester was so busy. Uh, you don't see your family a ton. Uh, you're now living on your own. I mean, you have your teammates, but you don't know them super well yet. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, the first month was kind of a was kind of a shock, but uh, all the all the guys on the team they're super welcoming, and uh, I, I adjusted pretty well after that. Any is there any freshman hazing or any initiation that goes on anymore? Is that like cut out? I don't think we're allowed to talk about that. That was uh, you got, like, I carry actually bags or I didn't know like coming in, but I was like I was ready for it. If it happened, but the seniors on the team are just, they're great. You see, they, like, people had to shave their heads. Or yes. Do, like, our whole or do something team weird. That thing oh, where that Harry stuff. Higgs had to Oh, yeah, had oh, to oh, sing yeah the that singing on the plane. plane. That's a good one. Yeah, I don't think you in trouble for I that. I saw that before getting to college, and I, I you just were ready? panicked. <laughs> Dear God, I like, please don't make me do that. Coming please up don't. With, was it different for you being that, like, you, you know, you're the top guy in junior golf. You're pretty much having your way with all the all the kids on the junior level. Then you come into college, and all of a sudden you're in a room with guys that can challenge you and can, and can beat you on a day-to-day. -day. Was that, a, like, a shock to the system at all? Uh, I don't know if it was a shock to the system because, I mean, obviously during the summer I'm playing these top amateur events where I've I've kind of gotten to know the the upperclassmen pretty well. And, I mean, basically all the, all the amateur events, events are, are really good college events you won the sunny hannah it's one of the biggest <laughs> amateur events in the world but yeah so i mean i think it's great now that i get to play with them day in and day out because it's like the same thing with me playing with like some of the top tour pros it's just yeah. you just keep on pushing each other but no i was i was expected to to play and compete against these guys coming how, into it you guys have a squad yeah how jealous do your teammates get when they see boyd's videos of you playing with john rom and tony finau uh, I don't know. I haven't. I haven't asked him about. I would, ima I would imagine. I would imagine they get a little bit jealous. I mean, you're playing with number one player in the world, yeah. John Rahm, out there at Silverleaf quite a bit. Arizona State legend, even though he wasn't there too long. But I mean, how cool is that to realize this is the best guy on the planet right now? It's it's crazy. Give me I your mean, thoughts on his game. Break it down for us. What does I mean, he I, suck at? Would you say? <laughs> See, that's the thing. I don't know. It's because it's He's not there. He's so good at everything. But he yeah. gets mad. You said Tony yeah. doesn't get yeah, mad. Maybe Tony get should mad. get real mad. Yeah, but the thing is, is John. John says he plays better when he's mad, and he I believe that. that. He needs and that. I believe that because I mean, Tony and John are two completely different people. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, yeah, John. John's fiery, and he's gotten a lot better with that because he came and talked to our team said how he's how he's working with that stuff and how he's using that kind of that fire to to help him play better and he's gotten a lot better at that but yeah they're two completely different players and but I don't, I don't think John has any weaknesses. There he does. I really, not I really you don't. You can be an analyst one day. He does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but tell us there was one special day out at Silverleaf where Tony Finau tied Rom's course record of 59. Yep. I think John shot 60 or 61. Shot 63. 63? Yeah. But you actually were leading there for a little bit. You were 800 through 9. Yeah. What would you end up shooting? I shot 63. I tied Rom. I tied Rom. With wow. 63. Yeah. It ain't easy. 59 and 263. No. Who was the fourth yeah. in that group? Chris Ventura. Tell How do you do? 65. Hack. <laughs> Hand over all your money, Chrissy. Yeah. Play better. Uh -huh. Wow. Were, were you thinking, I mean, 800 through 9, 59's in the head. Gotta be. Yeah. Uh-huh. I was, I mean... 
It was funny because I was I birdied my first seven holes. Never done that. That's the, that's the biggest. That's the biggest birdie streak that's I've had. That's the black tailed. Uh, and then I parred the super easy par five. You parred eight. I was yeah. about to say, wait, number eight, uh-huh. the easy par five. Yeah, I know. But then I birdie, I birdie nine to get to eight under. And you know, we're it's funny because as soon as we got to the term, we're talking about like, I mean, obviously fifty nine is in my head, and we're talking about the longest birdie streaks. And Tony's saying how his birdie, his longest birdie streak is seven, and then he goes on to birdie the last eight and shoot fifty nine. Mm. It was it was a wow. crazy round. That's is a he, tough day to show up. Be like, hey, you got room for a fifth? Yeah, hey, you yeah. got any cash? Yeah, I shot seventy eight. Great. <laughs> yeah. uh, but speaking of Tony during that day when he's going on shooting fifty nine, like a lot of people out there don't know him. You know, outside of the cam, off the camera, like he'll talk some trash. Oh, for sure. Yeah, give yeah. us a little insight because like we play cards together and stuff on planes and everything. And I mean, he's a trash talker, and I love it. I love having yeah. him as a partner. What's he like out there when he's going along and y'all have a little match going? Well, I mean, obviously we're playing together and we want to beat each other really mm-hmm. bad. So, I mean, uh, there's obviously going to be some trash talk. And, uh, I mean, he'll he'll give it to me. I'll give it back. But it's, I mean, it's just because we're so competitive. It's it's going to be hard to not trash talk. I think I got some, an idea for you to take your game to the next level when okay. you're playing them. This should you be come good. spend a day with the Sleaze and I. We'll, okay. We'll, yeah, we'll give you we'll some give ammo. You teach you how to golf, do it. But you can get the mouth yeah, working. But you're, show me the ropes. Your trash more, talking skills will more go. Than <laughs> okay. More than pay off. More than pay off. Was there a team game that day too or was it just all indies? It was it was me and Tony versus uh, – no. It was me and John versus oh, tough Tony and Chris. Mm-hmm. Yep. You, I knew yeah. you shouldn't have took the number one player in the world. <laughs> yeah, that's a good T flip. Yeah. Oops, right over there. There it is. Hey, Ventura, you shot 65. You didn't help a hole. <laughs> good play. Yeah. yeah. When, fired. Do you remember the first time you beat Tony? Yes. So, yes. First, first time I beat Tony, it's the night before. No, it's New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve 2020, okay. I believe. And Tony was like the one guy where, I mean, I played so many rounds with him, but I could not beat him. To save, I mean, I just, I couldn't beat him. Mm-hmm. And usually when I go out and play like multiple rounds with some tour pros, it, I, I beat him. And, uh, but Tony, I just, I could not. And I have this, like, I have this three shot lead with like four to play. And I bogey, I bogey 16 at Silverleaf and he birdies 17. And then we're on hole 18 and he makes a 15 footer for, for par. And I have this six foot downhill putt to, to beat him for the very first time. And it was by far the most nerve wracking putt I've ever hit. I'm not joking. Most nervous I've ever been. And I like barely drip it over the front. Did you go but, crazy? Oh, I was so pumped. <laughs> oh, but it goes back to the trash talk too, yeah. because I have that six footer and Tony's standing right there. He's like, P, this is going to be the difference of whether you beat me in 2020 or 2021. 2020 mm, sounds yeah. a lot better. Sounds like a year. No, no pressure. Yeah. Because you're going to get asked about That would have been a yeah. good opportunity for the for Instagram. Make Tony yeah. hold your ball or something. For sure. You know? That's but, awesome. But, but it was cool we, because we go we go play extra holes, like just because, I mean, it's not dark yet. And we're st- we're on like the very next tee box. And my hand is like shaking because <laughs> I wanted to be him so bad. Yeah. It's like your big brother. Yeah. Like you want to beat sure. him. Yeah. I've been playing 800 rounds with him. I talked to Rom this morning, just trying to get some stuff about you, and he said, just ask him about just y'all sibling rivalry because the games y'all have with the, just the family is yeah. incredible. He said it's some of his most fun things to watch is just watching yeah. you, you and your sister and brother compete. For sure. I mean, we, I mean, we play together and practice together every day. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's been a little different since we're at college now, but I mean, when I come home, we're still playing. And we're, we're together every day. And the matches, because we've had so many matches, so much like trash talk. I mean, is there Grace is, out there chirping you? Grace, yeah. Oh, she is. And this. it's funny because out of all the people in the world, 
I hate to lose to Grace the most. We're well aware of that. Yes. We'll get to that. I cannot stand <laughs> losing to her. She's and, got and some she's serious beat too. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, I mean, just having that, uh, that just, I mean, that keeps us focused the entire By time. By the way, what's her club head speed up to now? Uh, I think her highest club head speed is 101. Okay. 101. We're getting real. Slow down, yeah. Grace. We're getting I'm real close. Down. Tell me sure. when it gets to 104. Call me. We're going to bring the cameras out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great. Um, and then uh, Cameron. Cameron beat me for the first time. Did he? Yes. Wow. Straight up? Yeah. How straight old is he up. now? He's 14. He beat you straight up. Yep. What's oh, he boy. shooting right now? Uh, he's been playing a lot better. Yeah, he's been starting to take it a lot more seriously. And he... uh. His tournaments, he shoots around low to low to mid seventies. Damn, they got it. That's incredible. Yeah. That, that DNA don't miss. It don't miss. <laughs> Cold how do you guys summer get haze would have been great. How do you get? In the, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Uh, how do you guys get in the P? And you could be the first family to compete for three different people. He's gonna. Your have, dad could have three partners in that thing and be yeah. a force. That would, well, Boyd's crazy. not gonna win a major, so that's not gonna happen. Okay. Sorry, Boyd. <laughs> how old is he? He is 42. Oh, yeah. shit. He's got a while. I think his time's yeah. passed. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, you've obviously done some great things. You won the U.S. Junior. You're the youngest player ever to win the Sunny Hannah. You've played two U.S. Opens, and then this year you got to play in the WM Phoenix Open right here in your backyard. The video of you getting the call about the sponsor exemption was incredible. Where, did you have any clue it could happen? I had zero clue. That's awesome. Yeah. So take us well, through I mean, your phone rings. Do you I know mean, what I it knew, is? I, I didn't know what the call was about. But I knew, like, I wanted to get in the, the exemption. I know we've been talking about it. But the way my dad phrased it is he's like, hey, they just kind of want to learn some stuff about you, get to know you, see if you'd be if you'd be a good fit for this exemption. But, gosh, they, they got the call, and my dad already knew, so he had the phone out. Like, it was, that was, like, the best moment of my life. I mean, the video is awesome. The video is yeah. awesome. Uh -huh. But take us through the event because, I mean, that's a tough spot to get thrown into. I mean, I know you, you played the U.S. Open at Wingfoot. There was no people, no no spectators yeah. in the crowd. Then you go to the largest, most number of spectators uh -huh. on the planet. Yeah. Well, take us through it a little bit. What was your week like? It it was a lot of fun. I mean, from Monday from Monday to Friday, it was it was great. Uh, got to play some really cool practice rounds with Tony, John, and Pat. Uh, and I think just the whole week preparing. For it, like I was gonna compete and just getting the whole vibe of what what tour life is like, it was a uh, it was really cool. And then especially with the crowds, the crowds were insane. Like you said, I played the U.S. Open, but there were no fans there, so it was like a completely different experience. The practice rounds were a good like test trial, get me more used to it. Come Thursday and Friday, but no, the whole week was great, and it was it was a great learning experience. I mean, I. I did not play how I wanted. That's a golf course that I feel like would in the future will set up very well for, for sure. You. Yeah, I I drove it great. I hit it good, but just yeah, just didn't play exactly the way I wanted. What that was, was that first run through sixteen? I mean, you can prep all you want, all the so, practice rounds until you're in there. There ain't nothing that yeah, can so, simulate that. So with my tee time, I mean, I was the last tee time uh, on Thursday. So we finished sixteen in the dark. Mm. So there was oh, only like damn. fifty guys. But then I got the the last morning tee time oh, yeah. on Friday. It was packed yeah. when I got to when I got to sixteen. So I mean, you're you're nineteen. You're an amateur. You know, you're one of the nicest dudes on the planet. Did anybody heckle you at all? I mean, I did get booed three times, <laughs> but I did bogey three times. Three times, but I bogeyed. So I mean, that's fair. They they have to do it. Yeah, that's did what sixteen is all about. You got to be treated normal. You don't want to be. Yeah, you don't want sure. any special no. treatment. Did no. you club down at all for all the adrenaline? I like did. some guys come in yeah. and say, like, all right, even if your stock is this number, take one less. Yeah, I definitely, yeah. yeah. But no green? 
No GIR? I did the first day. Oh. Two putt par. And then the next day I put it in that front left bunker. Just slightly mm-hmm. on the down slope where it was really hard to get there. And Popular what spot. What it sounds like to yeah. me is you just had a bad caddy, and I'm sure there's going to be some guys <laughs> yeah. out there filing for that yeah. job. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Boyd, you're out. Yeah, Stick that to line teaching. is stacking up. Were you concerned yeah. at all with your pops being on the bag that he might get third-degree burns? Would you have to, like, monitor his sunscreen on the legs so he didn't have a repeat you of know, the, I just, the disaster? You know, I just, I mean – with his legs being that bad the first time, that I was mean, the most unbelievable. That was the it deepest was, burn I've ever seen in my life. Insane for a guy that spent his life playing golf has been outside yeah. a lot. Just like, oh yeah, this will be fine. I think that was his first time wearing shorts in like years. <laughs> it though. looked like it. Yeah, did. it was. I was impressed was. with the the pain that he could tolerate. Yeah. That was a hell of a run. Did you say one of your practice rounds was with Pat Perez? Yeah. Okay, stay the hell away from him. Just How does your future. dad? He's done such a great job with all y'all. How does he allow you to be around Pat? Like, yeah, press the got here, play eighteen with Pat. Sure, you learned a few Pat's things. Pat's a, good, a right? cool guy, dude. He's oh the best. yeah, he's the cool. greatest. I love, I love Pat. He's the greatest. Yeah, I'm just surprised awesome. he allows you around him uh, at As, this point. Give me an idea of like what will be a success. Do you plan on playing all four years, or is it you're just gonna take it how it goes? I'm I'm just gonna take it how it goes. Yeah. I mean, I think I'll know when I'm ready. Uh, I think I'll be ready when I feel like. When I do start like actually competing and contending in tour events, that's that's when I'm already. But I, until that comes, then mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not really gonna think about that. Enjoy college. Yeah, it's, it's, don't, sure. yeah. it's been, the older you get, the more you say, fun. "Don't ever leave." But <laughs> are you chomping at the bit to get another crack at the PGA Tour again? Sure. You've had a few shots and haven't had your best Definitely. stuff yet. Yeah, no. Just I, to see how are you doing Mondays and stuff this summer? Uh, probably not this summer. I mean the. The amateur schedule is so good, and I think there's actually going to be opportunities to to get tour spots with with some of the amateur tournaments now. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll be playing those. But if if something comes up where I can play in a tour event, I'm definitely gonna take it. Yeah, but then also that 2023 Walker Cup is over at St Andrews. Yes, you're that's right. That's got to be a nice. That's got to be a goal for sure. Yep, that's on. That's very the college high on golf the list. stuff's cool. That's a whole other level. Yeah, that is. I know you played the Junior President's Cup and everything. The Walker Cup, that's especially at St. Andrews, that'll be Mm -hmm. unbelievable. Yeah, Yeah. now that you're handling your own schedule and there's a lot that comes with that being a freshman, I I need you to address this vicious rumor that I'm hearing that your first fall event this past semester, you may or may not have missed the or slept through your alarm. I did. On the way, was that on the way to the tournament? Yeah. Or was that at the tournament? No, this was on the way to the tournament. I love these. It was horrible. It's the most nervous. I mean, I felt so sick to my stomach because we had what time like, a wake up call we tried to talk. About. Okay, it was it was a six o'clock wake up call. Okay, that's early. We're supposed to meet at the course to leave to the airport at like six forty five. Mm-hmm. I wake up at six thirty just by dumb luck to go to the bathroom. Full I look panic. at my I look at my phone and I like freak out. Like I still think I'm sleeping. I still think this is like a nightmare. And me and my the thing is my roommate slept through his alarm too. Did it go off or did you like forget no, to click it over? No, I don't even know what happened. Technology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Technology. It happens, yeah. dude. You're in a safe cloud. space right now. But yeah, okay. co- see, I thought I thought I was in big trouble. Because like I got to the course late and almost missed the flight, but Coach was really cool about it. Wow. wow. Coach was really cool about it. He was awesome. Yeah, that, it, he was awesome. Yeah. I did like, that event slays, you'd have been killed. Uh, <laughs> I, I did it in my first ever college tournament. Miss slept through our practice around the, the band leaving. I ended up having to get a cab and all that. I did not. And I came back to school and I had to do a bunch of shit. So I was <laughs> yeah, getting listen, a This should be another treatment. life lesson. Look what happens when you miss your first college tournament. You end up your first college tournament. You end up on a podcast. Instead of being one. So get on time. So no pun, no nothing for that. Did. Thurman's a all, all I had beast. to do was play the was play the pro am oh. or the oh I have to go play golf. Darn. Yeah, no, I get to go In play a practice round. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. So what's what's Thurman like? 
your coach, Coach Thurman, is a stud. What, yeah. But every college coach has something. Like, if you do this, it's a problem. What's his thing? It's clearly not missing the bus or the flight. You know what? I don't I don't really know. I There's no, like, punishments? I haven't, I haven't screwed up that bad yet mm. to figure out. Good for you. We had reminder yeah. workouts, and you got your choice. It was... Like a hundred burpees if you were oh. late, or like run the bleachers of the until you throw up. Our, our punishment workout is the fan bike or the the salt bike. It's horrible. How what long? is it? They is that do the one it? where the arms move yes. and everything too. Uh-huh. See, I like I don't know anything about the three, gym. Three to five minutes. <laughs> he watches. He yeah. sees them. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. We had the football trainer. If you miss something, the basically our coach went to the football trainer said these yeah. kids are coming in at six and they stop when they throw up. And it was like rolling, whatever those oh, things are. It was just that's horrible. You basically just tried to puke. I can teach yeah, you how to puke it. if you need to. <laughs> yeah, we got that covered too. Have you ever done the, the side barrel rolls? That's the one I'm talking about, side, dude. Yeah. That was like he'd make you do a bunch of stuff and then you roll and oh. it basically just messes up your stomach and then you're gonna it's puke. Game over. It's just the way. And the oh, tire flip horrible. thing. I mean, dude, dudes couldn't even lift it. Like, you need, we need like a, a wagon we a, wheel. We had a kid who threw a golf ball, a team golf ball into the water. You know, yeah. so it has your team logo yeah, on it. Yeah. And our coach saw it during qualifying. He brought out the biggest shag bag he could find, stuffed yep. it, and he goes, we got a kid that doesn't appreciate the free golf ball, so here you go. And he made him go in the 50-yard line in the center of the football field, throw him as hard as he could, and he had a certain amount of time to run around and pick them all up. If he didn't do it, he did it again. It really? Greatness. God, Holy Thurman God. sounds like a god. Yeah. I should have played for Thurman. Thurman's dude. really cool. <laughs> best dude He's of awesome. all time. I yeah. love it. Should we get- yeah, one more. Just, just yeah. now that you got some, ju- you know, you got some experience out there on the PGA Tour. You played majors. You played regular mm-hmm. events. What do you, right now at this moment, what do you think you need to improve on the most to be able to like beat and contend at those things? You know, I think right now, especially like coming off a tour event that really exposed me, uh, I would say a lot of it was, was short game and which was, which was actually surprising. Cause usually, I mean, not being super long as a kid, I had to hit it. I had to get up and down from everywhere, but I mean, lately I've been working on, on ball striking a lot and that's definitely improved. And, I was really happy with that, the waste management, but uh, short game just wasn't sharp. So I think if if I just sharpen sharpen up my short game, I'll be. See, that's that's interesting. I'll be if you look at like Thurman's coach Thurman's scouting report to you on when you were coming into school. I mean, that was he said you have a tour level short game. Yeah. I think uh huh. It's it's just such a big difference once you get out there because I mean the pins are tucked a little tighter, the For greens sure. are a little faster. Yeah. I was looking at your stats from the Phoenix Open. I think you were like minus three strokes gained putting, which we know you're a fantastic putter. Yeah. But, I mean, those things were quick. Yeah, they were. They were perfect, by the uh-huh. way. But it's just a little different when those things are tucked in there three, four from the edge on every single hole. For sure. And when you start working on ball striking, there's only yeah. so much yeah. time. Then you start uh-huh. neglecting the other ones. It's just a little teeter-totter yeah. the whole time. But you just take that 189 ball speed, you'll be okay. Yeah, you, yeah. You, yeah you, I think that's very playable. That's a very playable number. All right, well, we're going to get to the E9 now, which I think you know all about. Okay. Yeah, perfect. Nine, nine fun ones for okay. you. Cool. Okay. We ask this to everybody. Don't overthink it. Just, okay. You can trade lives with anyone. Dead or alive, be them for a day. Who's it going to be? Mm, Tom Brady. Oh, bad when, choice. Yeah. Right yeah. now? Yeah. Any day? Any day. Any day. <laughs> sure. Any day, go Giselle. home. Any day, Giselle's yeah. around. Hey, Giselle, <laughs> good to see you. My name's Preston, but I'm Tom today. <laughs> I heard he's, keeping, bad one. he's staying in shape just in case. Exactly. Shock. You're on that Brady. Don't eat strawberries. Yeah. That's the rule. Um, all right. First one from me is the most disrespectful moment of your career up to this point when you were drafted last at the ASU Beach Football oh, Contest for sure. in Definitely. Hawaii. Why? Last pick? Because I did not think I was the last pick. You feel like a red zone threat to me. Yeah. Kind of long and lean. <laughs> yeah. You just throw it up there. It you was be the able most to go disrespectful thing ever. I heard it this was... didn't go well. No. You had a mole in the program. Well, did yeah. you make up for it? I did. Okay, good. I Yeah, I caught a couple passes early and then they put their best guy on me. <laughs> 
typical Dion. Yeah. Uh-huh. Here comes Dion out yeah. of retirement. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, I can't believe that. La- I mean, what are you six two? You got some yeah. size on you. You got all the measurables. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, pretty good. Next year you come back, you ain't gonna be you ain't gonna be last. Nope. Nope. Mr. Right. Irrelevant. We've heard you're obsessed with the show The Office. Yes. You might have watched it all the way through fifteen or so times. Which character do you relate to the most? Which character do I relate which, to? Yeah, which one do you, do you see yourself in? I don't know if I like see myself <laughs> in the characters, but my, not Kevin. <laughs> no, not Kevin. Not Kevin. But who's your favorite character? Dwight. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, he's like the funniest character I've ever watched. Okay, perfect. Yeah. He he makes the show. I watch that show still every time. There's one, yeah. one channel I think it's literally the only one they play, and I click it every time. Yeah, I'm like oh, yeah, and I know he's the awesome. words, and I still keep watching. Well, and the reason why I watched it so much is because I'm not a huge music guy. Like, I don't listen to a ton of music, so if I'm, like, on, like, a long car drive or if I'm, like, hitting balls in the range or practicing, I usually just turn on Netflix. And, and just listen and, to it? Yeah, and just listen. Huh. Just yeah. listen to the that's episode? A, that's a first. Just envision yeah. it? Yeah. Uh-huh. That might be I some mean, weird, like, I watch it so shit. much where it's, like, I know it's coming. It, yeah, it's just weird, but I so don't. Kevin just dumps the chili on him. You just <laughs> yeah. hear the chili coming uh-huh. down and start laughing. And yeah, just go. chuckle okay. on the green and everybody's like, what's this weird kid doing? <laughs> Yeah, all right, all right. I'm mad at it. Uh, all right, next one I need to know. How did you get the nickname Puddin'? <laughs> Gosh. I told uh, you we got a, I got a mole yeah. within okay. the program. So, so Mason, because I was pretty big a couple years ago, we are just sitting around at launch at the Bird, and we're going over nicknames for guys, and Mason, our senior, he's, he's my favorite guy. Uh, he's like, Preston, what would we name you? What what would be your nickname if you were still really big? And he just right in his brain, Puddin. Wow. Yeah. yeah Great. Everyone just calls you huh? P. Yeah. Master P. Yeah. Puddin. Ruthless P. Ruthless P. Ruthless so, P. We got Puddin. Gravy. We got gravy and Puddin. Puddin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You don't really look like a Puddin yeah. anymore. <laughs> yeah. I, well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next one. Your dad is an inc- incredible with the camera out there. No one is better. Do you think if he wasn't a golf coach, he'd be an undercover FBI agent? Undercover FBI agent. And uh, he'd be snapping photos from everywhere. You never see him. He's unbelievable. I feel like he could. Maybe. Probably, he might already be. He could be. Uh, he's he's probably picked it. up some stuff in those videos that He's gonna get yeah. a major network deal soon. Like, just <laughs> we're just scrapping all the all the high tech stuff, which needs you to walk around with your iPhone. Yeah. That's I, the worst thing about when he caddies for you, is like, dude, I don't where's the play by play? I don't know <laughs> yeah, what hole he's on, true. I don't know what this putt's for. Don't know what's what's exactly, happening. Exactly, dude. I don't get anything. My man that goes with me on CBS, Parker. Yeah. He we go out thirty minutes before and he'll go we'll go to the first hole and the, he'll grab the camera and try to track the ball. It is the funniest thing. <laughs> It, those guys are so good. Dude, it's, it's impossible. Yeah, that's, I would that's, love to see Boyd try. We got. I'd have to make that happen. He could week. do it with the iPhone. Are you kidding me, dude? Yeah. No, I want him to do it with the big camera. With the big boy, <laughs> got to do it with the big camera. He's the best at tracking shots. Never seen anything. You like click it on is. his story and it's like seventy-eight. Yeah. I'm like, here we go. <laughs> yep. I got the whole front nine yeah. right here. All right, next one. I've talked to your dad about this, so I need you to relay this as a concern uh, next time you speak to him. Is your dad at all worried that Colin Morikawa and his soon-to-be wife Catherine could challenge for world golf dominance if they decide to have kids? Because right now it's the summer hazes. You know what? I don't. I don't know. Yeah, that's something you need to no talk clue. to him about. I put a business I have, proposition I in front of him last that. time about studying himself out like a racehorse. But this, this, there's a new horse. They could. There's a new horse. They could. And uh, yeah, there could be a little rival to the summer haze yeah. dynasty right now. Mm-hmm. Check out that with him. Okay. All right. Next one. As you as you said, you're pretty cool, calm, and collected on the golf course. What's the maddest you've ever been on the golf course? The maddest I've ever been. Hmm, that's a good question. Oh, it was right after. Oh, massive ever been on a golf course? Uh, 
It was literally... Possibly. It was the very first day of the year. January 1st, 2021, maybe. Yep. It was that day. Why don't, why don't you tell us why you were what, what could have possibly <laughs> oh, so, yeah, happened? So I just, I just beat Tony the day yep. earlier. And, you know, I'm feeling so good. I'm feeling so confident. And, you know, me and my family, we like to talk some crap. So we get to the course, very first day of the year. I was like, hey, Grace, I wonder how long it's going to take you to beat me this year, if you even beat me. I freaking doubled the last hole at Silverleaf. Mm-hmm. And she birdies. And I am just fuming because she beats me by one. Right after three I, shots, swing right three after, shot, whoopsie. yeah, right after I just talked all that crap the round before about how how long it's going to take her to beat me, and she does it on the very first the day, day after you beat Tony. Too. Yep. So apparently about that long, P. Nope, not that long. <laughs> yeah, just one day. Yeah, just one day. Take. It just took wow. a couple hours. That's I was kind of hoping you would say karma. it another time, so then I could bring that day up. Yeah, because we had that day. Yeah, but no, that's, that that's yeah. easily by far the most amount of ever. Perfect. Course. Love it. Yeah. Yep. Deservingly <laughs> so, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's a tough one. I don't think I, I, don't think I said a word for a couple hours. <laughs> that's I was good. just mad. Let that fire burn. Yeah, for sure. Let that fire burn. All right, last one for me. Have you ever gotten an explanation as to why your Spanish teammate David Puig decided not to play in the Latin American amateur this year? <laughs> I mean, it Pete, seems like that. We got to work oh on this geography. Seems like a perfect. I, know. I mean, I dude, know. I'm not in any geography class, though. Explain. He's, he majors in communication. Well, I, just, yeah, you're well, a I was seriously. Th- I was just thinking. Oh, well, they speak Spanish. <laughs> Dave speaks Spanish. Dave, why aren't you playing in Latin America? <laughs> Dave looks me dead in the eyes. Is like because I'm not from Latin America. Because <laughs> from Europe. Europe. Europe, dog. I'm from Europe. <laughs> That is oh, fantastic. I, I, I love that. Dude, why, aren't you, why, aren't you, why are you not playing? I have it? a feeling yeah. that Seems one like might cool stick tournament. with you for a while. Dude, you get in the Masters. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of the Masters, it's perfect. Because I heard you've, you've loved to cook from a very young age. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're going to win the Masters. You get to put together the menu for the Champions mm. Dinner. What's P putting on it? What's pudding? What's pudding putting on it? Oh, oh, pudding for dessert? I would like calamari as an appetizer. Okay. I want, I mean, this is going to be like nothing even correlated, like nothing's together. Sure, man. Yeah. You can do whatever you want. Calamari for uh, appetizer. We're going to do steak with mac and cheese and mashed potatoes. Solid. We're going to do, we're, we're going to throw sushi in there just because okay. I love sushi. And then uh, the Masters has the greatest peach, Georgia peach ice cream sandwiches. Oh, have, yeah. Have that for dessert. That's a hell of I'll a, come. Yeah. That's a hell of a menu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. The right, kid, you got to figure it out. put too. it on the menu. All right, he's thought it. about this before. Yeah, this, this ain't no <laughs> joke. This ain't no joke. All, All right, right. Putin, appreciate you, man. Preston Summerhays, great Thanks work, dude. Appreciate you, stud. All right, well, that was Preston Summerhays joining us on Golf Subpar, a superstar in the making. First off, he's just got to just worry about beating his own family. I love it. He goes out one day, beats Tony Finau for the first time ever. Confidence could be next day. Grace Summerhays, uh, take a seat, Preston. You're out. King of the castle, too. Mm. not even the king of your own house. Queen of the castle. Yeah, exactly. There's a new hierarchy out there. What a, what a jerk he is, too, huh? <laughs> God. He's just, the he's arrogance a- is great. I mean, is there a nicer kid in the world? He's pretty media savvy for as young as he is. He's gone through the whole deal. Waste management Phoenix Open. He got one of the sponsors' invites. He was in there wheeling and dealing. But, I mean, damn, there ain't a lot of 18, 19-year-old kids that are used to sitting down with, with folks the way he is. Especially superstars like us. Exactly. I know he's young, and uh, I know he's just been in Arizona State for a little bit. Clearly not a geography major. Mm. Hey, dude, why aren't you playing that Latin American amateur? Well, Well, bud, let me tell you a little bit about Spain. That way. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean, dude? You should be in it. You can get in the Masters. Preston, you know John Rahm cannot play on the President's Cup team, right? Right, dude. Why aren't you on that team? You'd be a huge help. (laughs) Oh, man, but he's a stud, man. I I love the fact that he's already thought about his Masters 
dinner, champions dinner. Mm-hmm. He he will be teeing it up at Augusta National at some point, no doubt. But and man, how about how he looks right now, dude? God, you rewind dude. a couple years ago, you look at his junior am, he's a little heavier. Like he still had some baby fat on him. Clearly, he was still growing. Now, dude, like he's in that gym, he's hitting bomb. I what seen on his Instagram the, the like ball speed that he's getting up to one eighty five. I mean, he's moving it, and he's still. I mean, sky's the limit. Sky's the limit for the kid. He's the modern day golfer. I've played a lot with him. I see him at pretty much all, all the time out at Silverleaf, getting some work in, but just hits it high, smashes it. Great putting stroke. You know, it's just all about dealing with expectations now, and it's. I think the urgency just to, if I was giving him advice, it would be stay in college, you know, dominate college golf before you get ready to go out on the PGA tour. But I don't think there's any doubt in anyone's mind that he will be a star on the PGA tour. one day. Yeah. He's going to be out there. And I think it's, we, we talked about it a little bit, but it's like, all right, coming out of junior golf, you're beating everybody. You're the guy. And then all of a sudden, bam, you go to a program like Arizona state. Hmm. They got some dudes. I mean, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with up at Greyhawk here for the NCAA championships. I don't want to jinx them, but like it's, it's good to come in. You got to be around guys that are better than you, and to come in all of a sudden now you got a, a lineup of guys that don't care what you did in junior golf, and, and you're you know you ain't beating them all every single week. Like that, that can be a good thing. Oh yeah, and coach Coach Thurman, uh, bud, the I kid mean, shows up late. He needs dude, some punishment. I did that in my first ever college <laughs> tournament. I missed the van. I had to get a taxi. This was pre Uber in Dalton, Georgia. By the way, do you know how many taxis they have there? Like two. I had to wait like an hour and a half, get my thing, drive up. I see the team on like the sixth hole, waddle down there, try to blend in or whatever. Uh, I went back home and had to work out at like 6 a.m. or 5.30, whatever it was, with the football team until I threw up for like a week straight. So times have changed, I guess. And now look at me. I'm just, you know, yeah, I'm looks- seasoned, but I'm hardened, you know? All right. Well, it's time to step up to the tee and take a swing at betting the PGA Tour on the FanDuel Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can place their first PGA Tour bet and get a $150 instant bonus guaranteed. That's right, you'll get $150 in bonus site credit, and all you have to do is place your first bet of $5 or more. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. This app is super easy to use. There's tons of tons of options out there to gamble. You bet nationality props, um, you know, head-to-head matchups, all kinds of things. Top 20s, whatever you want to do. Uh, live betting. Same game parlay. Dude, my app is smoking. <laughs> smoking right now. Oh, dude, college bat. I mean, it's March Madness. I'm firing every which direction. And every you get paid which direction. super fast. If you happen to win, you get paid really fast, which Quit. is good news. Fast money, fast friends. All right, not our best week. Once again, we got on a little bit of a cold streak here. We know it happened. But last week, you know, the, the WGC Dell match play, it's just so hard to pick. It's it's a crapshoot. I mean, last year I took Scotty Scheffler. He made it to the final somehow. This year, I take Paul Casey. He plays two holes. That was nice. <laughs> That's it. That was a nice look. I looked at the app. I was like, oh, this match's already over. And he won the first hole. Yeah. yeah. One up through one, one up through even one. through two. I'm out of here, guys. Game over. This sucks. See ya. See ya. All right. Well, we are on to the Valero Texas Open. TPC San Antonio, a very difficult golf course. Ball strikers paradise. Pretty good feel. We got Roy McIlroy as the favorite. But I know you and I are kind of on the same page here. We like one guy in particular around this place. He's standing out, and he's a local. He's got a lot of experience around that place, coming off a great week down there in Austin as well, made it to the quarterfinals. But Abraham Answer going off at 21-1, to knows golf down there in South Texas. He plays in a lot of wind. He hits that low flight of driver just about as well as anyone. Iron play is awesome. you got to drive it around this golf course, brutal driving golf course. If you're not hitting it in play, he drives it incredibly straight. I, re- I think Abe's going to be very, very popular pick this week, especially at 21-1, to 1, but I feel stupid if I didn't. I mean, we left – we didn't pick Scotty Scheffler and Kevin Kisner last week last week because they were, like, kind of the obvious ones. Like, oh, that would be too weird if they mm-hmm. ended up – there they are. I'm going with Abe this week, 21-1. to 1. All right, I'm going to go with another guy that's a fantastic ball striker. Actually, both of my guys this week work with the same golf instructor. Okay. One of them is in the Masters. One is not. 
But I think this golf course is perfect for the ball striking machine that Adam Hadwin is. I really, really like him around this place. And then Gary Woodland. I've talked to his coach, Mark Blackburn. He is trending in the right direction. He's going off at 34 to 1. Has two f- top five recent, recently on tough golf courses, mm-hmm. the Honda and Bay Hill. Another hard golf course here. I think Gary plays well this week. Good to see G-Dub back in some form of late. For my dark horse, I'm going to go with Kevin Streelman. So mm-hmm. if you look, he's got a good track record around this place, sixth and eighth in his last two years. He's coming off a 22nd at the Players, solid seventh at the Valspar. Drives it very well. Just sneaky. Plays great on on Solid. difficult golf courses like 10, 12, 13 under. Those type of courses where you don't got to go shoot 65, 66 every day and can just grind it out. Fairway green, par, par, par. Kevin's showing it shows up with his track record here. But I'm, I'm going to go with Streels, I think, as a good long shot. All right. Well, it's time for us to get back on track. No better time to do it than the Valero Texas Open. But... If we want to peak, maybe also wait till next week. Yeah, you know, we're just like everybody else, we're trying to get our, yeah. we're trying to peak at the right time. So go low this summer and bet on the PGA Tour. Join FanDuel today with promo code SUBPAR. Then you can place your $5 bet to score $150 in bonus site credit. Guaranteed. FanDuel Sportsbook, official betting operator of the PGA Tour. Must be 21 years and older and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Iowa, Illinois, New Jersey, New York, or Wyoming. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona. Call 1-800-522-4700, Colorado. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in New Jersey, Iowa, or Illinois. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369 in New York or 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. If you have an Got election that? that lasts more than four hours, call your doctor. That's <laughs> all the info you need. That solves all the problems. All right. Well, that's going to do it. Can't wait to see everybody. Tuesday, August 5th, Savannah Brewing Company. Going to be a lot of fun. Everyone have a great week, and we'll talk to you on next week's Golf Subpar. Subpar.